0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. I'm your host, Kenneth. I'm Kurt, and we are Retrofacta. What's up, y'all? We are back, and we have jumped platforms onto the Nintendo 64 for its first big game and one of only three that actually released with it. Mario sixty four, yay! <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it was just this Pilot Wings and something that was a Japanese only release. Um, oh man, Pilot Wings! Yeah, you know that game was pretty solid actually. I, I could dig it. But uh, yeah, Super Mario sixty four hit June twenty third, nineteen ninety six in Japan, and then September twenty ninth, and then March first, and we're, we're
1: seeing kind of a decline in yeah, Europe. Not, not doing that so well there. But yeah.
0: But I guess, you know, this one was a pack-in for a, a new console, so probably a lot more limitations on what they could reasonably ship.
1: But sure, Nintendo. Yeah. Wink.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I guess let's jump right into this sucker. Uh,
1: if I could take a triple jump no, into it.
0: You know, I, I do not get bored of that triple At jump. At all. Like, I, it's I do that so much fun. So much
1: fun. Even now, first thing I did was jump, jump. Wee, yeah, jump. And then jump, like wee.
0: butt stomp right at the end of yeah. the triple jump. And,
1: yeah. and even then like the, the the crouching long jump still fun. Oh yeah. Just all the time.
0: Man, I had forgotten about that one. And then like came across a sign and it was all blah blah do the long jump. I was like,
1: "Oh yeah." That that was like the first thing I remembered.
0: Yeah. I I brought shame upon our podcast. I'm sorry.
1: It was awkward though cuz I, I I didn't remember the controller cuz it's a so weird mm-hmm. that three-prong thing. And so when trying to map it to a controller I did have. Oh, I know. I was like, I don't know which button this should be. And I was like, because I need, I remember holding this one, but then I had to use like the trigger, but then there's a shoulder (laughs) button I might need. Yeah, I went through, I think
0: like five different mapping revisions before I found one that ended up not a lot like the Nintendo 64 controller because that thing was real weird, but made sense at least to me.
1: Yeah. So. I feel like Uh. just because the controller alone, that like how we played it, I think, gets its own section.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: So, let's see.
0: This has all of the main Mario staples, produced by Miyamoto, directed by Miyamoto, and then uh, Kozumi and Tezuka, and then all of the music, once again done by Koji Kondo, because, you know, you say Mario, and I assume that guy just Kool-Aid mans in through the wall. And it's good. Oh, yeah, he's good. <coughs> oh, Scott, can you... The door. Yeah. Thank you. Bye forever. Okay, I should probably cut that. I yeah. Guess.
1: What's uh? What were we talking about?
0: Um. Oh,
1: ba- basically breaking they through have the like, wall like the Kool Aid yeah,
0: Man. Yeah. Yeah. And they have five people, and they're always
1: just who does Mario things. They got they, they got a real good group there because they keep doing just impressive. I mean, groundbreaking is kind of a stupid thing to say, but I, I feel memorable. Like,
0: yeah. The, this game kind of set the standard for 3D platformers for. Probably at least a decade before it really uh, people started messing with the the process. Although amusingly, it it wasn't actually even supposed to be on the uh, Nintendo sixty four. Like Miyamoto had been thinking about it pretty close to uh, just after releasing Super Mario World, and he wanted it on the Super Nintendo uh, using the Super FX chip, and then ended up pushing it back. Not because of the power, which is what I thought it would have been, but apparently they, you know, it wouldn't have been the same game, but they would have been able to squeeze a lot of the same gameplay in there. But he he wanted the new controller that he had found out the Nintendo sixty four had mostly, I think, for the analog stick because
1: I mean it must be because otherwise you held out making delivering this game (laughs) because you wanted that controller.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, just having you know I I think if you are going to have the the first real three D platformer, having actual full control instead of just eight directions really opens it up a lot.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Because, I mean, I, on the other ones, if you wanted to do something slowly or gently, you do a really quick tap and a quick tap, or like, yeah. you sort of you can time sort of running forward and stopping and, and sliding a bit. Or this when some of the spots creeping around things, like the um, the, the piranha plants who want to eat you. Oh, yeah. Creeping around those guys, some of the ledges, even be- because the camera tries to bridge the gap between 2Ds on the side and 3D from no, behind you, because you've got to... Camera- it's is garbage
0: actively trying to kill you <laughs> it is actually the main boss in this game <laughs> yeah it's
1: not bowser he's he's fine it's that camera oh man we'll, we'll which, get to which that I, anyway yes but it, it's because, because it, you need that that push it forward a little bit and he goes a little bit push it forward all the way goes all the way so yeah I, I, I can see that yeah
0: yeah so which is cool but worked out well because it ended up being the best-selling nintendo 64 game uh 11 million units I should have looked at what number two was, but I think it was a lot more than anything else.
1: Yeah, I'm curious, because it was a pack-in game. It was, yeah. And, Which affects sales. Oh, yeah. And but. especially,
0: you know, if it's packed in, and then also for a decent chunk of time, you only have it and pilot Wings. Like, you're going to get a lot of word of mouth about this game. Yeah. Also, also I think being the, the first one to really make the jump to 3D platformer and kind of kickstart a new genre um that that probably helped
1: and the triple jump i mean
0: yeah (laughs) that that was the main reason um what else came out on uh the wii virtual console became the second best-selling game ever on the wii's virtual console uh only actually behind the nintendo super mario brothers and i wonder how much of that was just a price difference of like oh you can get vc mario 64 for like 20 bucks or original mario for four dollars and like hey everyone will just kind of impulse by the original mario and what else oh and then the the ds and went on to sell another six million copies on that so like very very prolific game they 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 got their money's worth out of yeah these. they must have
1: hit a sweet spot between um kids who were who grew up in the 80s playing video games kids who just started playing in the in the 90s and then even kids who were in 2000s hearing about what a good game this was. Yeah. Just to, to be able to span, what, two decades of sales? Oh, my God. Yeah, decade and a half? Out.
0: What? this? What? Yeah, so in Japan, at least, this game can now buy a beer. Yeah. Goddamn. Hey, we have to wait until September. Oh, we should We should <laughs> throw a 21st birthday on September 29th yeah. for Mario. Yeah, everyone just
1: plays Super Mario 64. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I like it. Put it on your calendars, folks. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um... What are some of the notable firsts for this? I mean, it was three dimensional <laughs> exploration, <was> 3D. <laughs> uh,
1: camera, various movement speeds. Uh, I, guess, I mean, flying in three D is, is new, but I think we can just chalk that up with the three D thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Even the three D analog stick, which you know that's more of just a Nintendo sixty four thing, but you know this hit right around the same time as PlayStation. But PlayStation only had the D pad initially, right? So... Yeah, it didn't.
1: Yeah, the, the PlayStation didn't have the the twin sticks until the PS two. He was still using the single-directional, although they may have been messing with um, presser sensitivity. Okay. Because I know... Maybe not on the PS1, but I know... Um, uh, I think the PS2 had a thing where the harder you pushed a button, like, the harder the button was pushed.
0: Which I remember being really cool in Gran Turismo. Yeah. Uh, because, they, especially on the shoulder buttons, using that for acceleration, I was like, oh, cool, okay, yeah, that yeah, makes you can, you can Apex turning yeah. nicer. Cool.
1: But no, definitely... Probably, yeah, definitely probably the first ones with... Um, Analog control. Still kept their good old A-B buttons, though. They love those. hmm Oh, then the C buttons, like, were a nice little crazy idea.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting, like, half-step toward uh, just having a full second control stick.
1: Yeah, because this game still messes with, you really only control your uh, horizontal movement. The, the ver- vertical movement up and down is just jumping. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you throw in the, the twin stick design, it gives you a little bit more variety just because you can... It, it then be, yeah
0: becomes kind of your head whereas the the left stick is your your bodys yeah. movement
1: yeah I wonder if why because you know when when new people play three d shooters, they usually get control get confused by one stick moves your body, one stick moves your head. Mm-hmm. I wonder if because so many people who like if if I or you or i'm sure a lot of people who play the big games you jump in and out of um, first person third person, even like twin stick shooters, you get the idea of how it works, and you just you just start moving around yeah. normally. Whereas people who maybe jump directly into that they wind up looking at the floor and looking at the ceiling and just running into walls all the time. Oh yeah. So I wonder if this game help with like bridge that gap between navigating where you're looking and where you're going.
0: Actually, that's a good point because you know, we should we should test this. Uh, my my uncle tried like got really excited to play Halo with us when we were playing a bunch of it, but then always just ended up looking at the floor and getting frustrated. So, actually, I think um next time he's over, I'm going to have him try playing this and see see how it goes for him. So that would, I think, be a good litmus test.
1: Yeah, because the, the C buttons are kind of like your head. Mm-hmm. But the camera does a lot of the work for you already. Yeah. Shittily. When it's not trying so, to kill you.
0: So poor of work, but...
1: Is it time to, to badmouth the camera? I I think so, yeah. Great idea. Just kills you the entire game.
0: Yeah. It, you know, it's definitely one of those you can see what they were going for with it and really kind of set the stage for future games to come in and go, okay, we like where they started with that let's make it better and I appreciate that about it but man this thing is frustrating
1: it I think I died three or four or five times while I was uh scaling us when you grab on the ceiling and move around Mm -hmm. because I was trying to make a right turn and the camera decided I wanted to fall off the rail
0: yeah yeah, and you know, I think even if they had just made it so, because you can click it around left or right to pan around you, if it just had a full 180 degree pan on that, but it it caps. Yeah, it stops on at like 90
1: and... based on which direction yeah. Mario is facing, and there's no smoothness to when it transitions. So if you're running one direction, it tries to kind of stay over a shoulder, but if you and if you try to swivel it around, it'll it'll stop and like mm-hmm. like yell at you. And if you switch around that endpoint then is flipped with the other endpoint so now to go the direction you wanted you have to swing all the way around yeah, it's, it's it's crazy
0: I, I think the I I really wonder how much of it is you know th- this was basically one of the first 3 platformers and they were worried that people wouldn't know what to do with it so we're trying to hold your hand too much with the camera
1: yeah, I, I I can see that because they definitely they came they when it does work it works really well mm-hmm. to blend three dimensional movement with a two dimensional side view camera because typical Mario games it was that you know side view platforming yeah thing. and I, I can see because in one or two one direction one dedicated direction works great it's just you add in the third dimension of being able to move and it just loses its mind
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah like I I mean it could be even programming wise maybe there was some aspect where it was tied to a specific uh, like vector, and there was just no way to get that vector to behave. Yeah, that's a good point. Because man. they didn't really have Unreal Engine there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that is definitely something we have to keep in mind. All of these are yeah, custom-built engines where pretty much every time you're using it, it's for the first and the only time, so you can't get used to it, and you don't have all of those tools of, hey, there's 10 years of programming experience with this. Let's just go look something up. But man, that camera was frustrating. <laughs> just
1: the entire game. So cool yeah i think I, another weird part when when you defeat Bowser by throwing him on on things and it's really hard to tell when to let go oh yeah because you can't exactly see where you're going yeah. because you I see just where you're kept going
0: throwing him off the side you have to
1: move the camera but if you move the camera it only behaves depending on which way you're standing but you're spinning the entire time
0: yeah i ended up just basically giving up and then letting him charge right next to one of the bombs i'm like okay cool i pretty much just have to swing him into a bomb now i'm not even throwing him i'm just kind of clubbing the bomb with him
1: (laughs) i mean that that's smart choice yeah yeah Yeah. it's just it was so
0: frustrating
1: the other thing physics wise the release point never made sense Mm -hmm. because it released it when you're facing the thing but that's not how physics works yeah that's not how you throw something spinning
0: i i assume that's again a limitation of their engine where they're just like uh we can only do so much (laughs) Especially because, interestingly, even though this is called Mario 64, on the Nintendo 64, it was only a t- 32-bit game. I feel cheated. <laughs> I want my extra Why?
1: 32-bits back. Where did the 64 go? I,
0: <laughs> I, I think just to get it to ship in time. They're like, you know, screw it. This is good enough.
1: I can only count to 32. Yeah. We'll double just, up from the 16. Fine. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it in post.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which, actually, interestingly, the Nintendo 64 was supposed to come out uh for holidays 1995 but uh Miyamoto kept delaying Mario to add more stuff to it and since it was basically their only sorry P- pilot wings their only real game shipping <laughs> um Nintendo was like well okay screw <laughs> it we're just pushing the whole system back yeah i mean what the, you going to do the man says
1: it's not ready it's not ready yeah
0: so that which is pretty bonkers that he has that much control at Nintendo although you know, look at the games he runs it's yeah check his track yeah. record
1: right. i think I, I think he can do no wrong yeah yeah so what
0: other big first uh, i'd say introduced like an actual world hub yeah so, like, compared to previous Mars, like I, i'd say mario 3 really kind of started it super mario world made it you have very diverse worlds but then this one like you you have your instead of traveling between different worlds you have a hub and then just kind of hop to each one of them
1: yeah, it's a really good usage of converting from 2D to 3D. Because 2D, you had the map you kind of went through. And mm-hmm. they, they used it in uh, Mario 3, Super Mario Brothers, not Yoshi's Island. And it's sort of, it gives you the same feel where you can kind of go wherever you want. It's just now you don't have to rely on set roadways, yeah. effectively. Like, if you want to go to a different world, you just go down some stairs into a different realm of the castle. It, it satisfies the same idea of mm-hmm. capturing a set of worlds in one place but allowing you to use the three-dimensional aspect of it to navigate between them. Yeah, which I, I really dug that. That was nice. Yeah, it seems they really build on what they do well. Like, they know it works, and they keep iterating, and they drop things that don't.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And
1: then, what
0: else? As we were talking about, added a ton of different moves. Because, you know, previously, Mario could basically run, jump, jump slide, while running. Slide, kind of. Yeah, slide, kind oh, of. slide and... duck. Ooh, ooh, yeah. That was the fancy one. <laughs> but now, like we've got you know the triple jump, the long jump, the butt stomp, back jump, yeah, oh my dude, the back flip is my go to for everything. I love it so much It's
1: just the better way to get around it
0: it really is, yeah, um punching enemies, which yeah, we haven't seen before no it was jump yeah. kicking them. Um, you've <laughs> flying yes.
1: flying wise was the same idea you jump you jump a butt like you, you you sort of power up and you jump and you start flying. Mm-hmm. Um, it added in the bit of a wrinkle with the triple jump because before you would just run, little like you, the music changes, the sound changes, you jump and you fly. This is a lot more. You kind of have to have a pre-planned jumping off area. Yeah, but it it lets you, like in Mario or like in um, Super Mario Brothers, you can sort of if you time it right, you can sort of keep flying kind of all you want. Mm-hmm. You just got to get the right. Um, Mix of up and down, sort of build speed and stuff. Yeah, it was a
0: very good evolution of the cape feather, I feel.
1: Yeah. Like, it started as a, what, the, the tanuki suit with the tail mm-hmm. gives you the, the feather with a cape, and then now you have a winged cap.
0: Yeah, yeah, very fancy.
1: I mean, yeah, it, it seems to be moving further away from the arcade aspect of it, because there's no, you don't really get points anymore. Even getting 100 coins to get another life, you don't get another life, you get a special star. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you're not necessarily like you don't have to kill things. You can run around. It, it wants you to spend time, not really worrying about dying, because even if you die, it kicks you out of the level. And if you lose all of your lives, you, you drop just, down. Yeah, just and you just restart again.
0: Yeah, it became much more of an exploration game versus just the the hop and bop style.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're they're moving into more of a console sit down experience. Yeah, yeah, which
0: and like honestly, other than the camera. I 100% love this game. And even then, like, the game is good enough that I would wholeheartedly recommend it to people. Just with the caveat of, like, the camera's going to frustrate you. I'm sorry. It's worth
1: it. Yeah, I definitely feel like... Because I've been playing these, I sort of, like, rank them. Like, we played one, like, Mario 1. That was cool. Mm -hmm. Mario 2, kind of weird. I think I preferred (laughs) one better. Uh, 3 came around. Now we're back to more Mario things. Super Mario World was one of my favorite games it's I hard between this one and uh super mario world i don't i don't know which one i would suggest to play first or to spend more time yeah. with yeah
0: i mean they're just so different like they're i i would say they're both pinnacle examples of their specific style of game but their their gameplay style is so divergent that it's it's kind of hard to yeah it's like, it's like them.
1: Well, which one should i play first or well, which one do you have right now yeah because you should play that one
0: <laughs> what is closer to you just go yeah. Oh, and uh first one to add, collecting red coin type stuff.
1: Oh yeah, the different coin types. Co- yeah. coin types. There's blue coins in there too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which I guess are only really good just for the sprinting toward a hundred because they're worth Yeah, five and then each, yeah, and then health nice.
1: health boosting. Oh yeah. like, oh and health boosting now. There's there's Oh yeah, which there's health weird. Because you know, normally there was small Mario, no flexibility, power ups, depending on which version of Mario. Mm-hmm. You can get hit once, uh, they sort of did a similar thing with yoshi 's island if you 're well as long as you 're holding baby Mario, you have two li- two hits effectively yeah, on this one you get a, a pie chart of eight and one and it, like just a normal enemy knocks off one, a long fall, knocks off two, fire knocks off three, and, and then you can build them back not with mushrooms or flowers or power ups but by finding the coins around the level
0: yeah, which was a really interesting design choice, and then also taking that and. In- adding it to the underwater levels to be basically your, not even basically, but your breath yeah, as yeah. well. and it,
1: it it moves the coins from things you get because they're dedicated to points, because the points don't matter anymore, to things you get so you keep playing mm-hmm. and don't die. Because I found a lot of times it would almost throw you someplace that knew you would lose some, but just as, as quickly give you, when you get through it, it rewards you by yeah. being able to get more hey, I know
0: you probably got punched a bit. Here's some coins sitting around.
1: We got you. Yeah, it was like you. you swim somewhere underwater? You're gonna lose some lives because you have to. It's just too far. Or you go in the the, uh, the swampy air cave thing. What's it called? Dark Mist Cave or something? I don't remember what it's called. Yeah,
0: something like that. The. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> un- underground. That place confused me. Yeah, it that was, that, that was always weird. a weird place. Yeah,
1: like the metal cap was also strange. What, a, what an odd idea. Yeah.
0: Just okay. We're gonna make him real heavy. So here's That's what we do. A superpower. He's
1: normal Mario. And he can fly. what's the opposite of flying? Sinking. (laughs) Wait, what?
0: (laughs) You know, maybe that's how they got there, honestly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then it's like, oh, yeah, he he sinks because he's made of metal. Well, he's made of metal. Doesn't need to breathe. Doesn't need to breathe. He can go into, uh, I guess, toxic gases. Woo. And now, because he's made of metal, he's like Colossus. He just runs through enemies and they die. Yeah. Very creative dudes. Yeah. A little weird, but... A little weird. In a fun way.
0: Ooh, actually, okay, my other big... And this is getting, you know... Very much down into the nitpicky, but just it's his turning ability was real finicky. Like it seemed like about half the time, if I'm facing one direction, I could just pull back the other direction and he would just spin in place. Cool, fine. The other half of the time, he would take a step forward and kind of make a like 180 mark. Yeah. And if it was always one or the other, I think I would have been fine with it, but with it being 50 50, I fell off so many ledges because I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm right at the edge. Better, let pivot. me just flip around. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Great. Hmm. Thanks, Mario.
1: Yeah, I think also reading signs got really annoying because I would run up to signs and then hit B to read, and he would punch it. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. So I'd walk up to it, hit B, and he'd punch it. So I'd walk <laughs> up to it, stop and he would punch. And yeah. Like,
0: As, you know, at least it wasn't <laughs> Zelda where you do that, and then you chop the sign in half. Yeah. So you're like, well, I didn't want to read that. Anyway. No one likes that sign anyway. Yeah. Screw you, sign. You're garbage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, oh, man. The the world design in this was a complete delight, though. Because each one was, you know, I'd say the, the two closest were um, the very first and the very second levels, uh, the bomb the bombom land, and then the the tower one. And even then, like, it's only close because hey there's grass on both of them yeah and you're
1: like above ground
0: yeah but everything was just so varied and you know you you get the obligatory ice levels and lava levels and water levels but even sand levels yeah like they just they're a lot more different versus oh you know in super mario world the ice levels the only difference is oh you slide a little bit now it's like you slide a lot and you have to do a lot of stuff that Involves the physics. Yeah, you, of that you
1: need and, to use the physics yeah, to do things.
0: You're gonna like race a penguin down an ice slide, and
1: as you do, yeah, yeah, get chased by a by a, a giant snowball that a snowman's gonna use as his body. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just I I don't know what they were doing when they made this game, but it is just such damn good yeah, level design. Like
1: where are the design docs where they had other ideas that they were like, no, this this is too much, it's too ridiculous, it doesn't work. Yeah, what are what are the the hidden lost <laughs> levels of Mario sixty four? Yeah. What were they doing in Japan in the mid '90s?
0: <laughs> a lot of
1: just real, a lot of drunk karaoke yeah. <laughs> and crazy game design. I assume
0: that checks out. I like yeah. it. Also, like the this had, and you know, it makes sense going to a 3D space, but a lot more upward level design. Like yeah. a lot of stuff was, hey, get to the top of this tower now, instead of just hey, go left to right for a yeah, while. They,
1: they they've kind of played with it since they stole what. Doki Doki and Mario Two—that you can go left and right and up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Some, sometimes you had to go all the way up to find to like climb a tall tower. Sometimes they would just use vertical spaces to keep you from er- different areas. Yeah. They're, so, they're they're definitely learning what works from the other ones and trying to bridge it into the three dimensional space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me sad. Also, like there was definitely plans to have a Mario sixty four too. Um, oh no that- doubt and it was it was going to be the the main shipping title with uh, the the sixty four dd expansion pack
1: oh yeah, and then
0: that thing totally flopped and it just got scrapped,
1: yeah, nobody liked that
0: and that 's a bummer because you know who who knows what kind of weird crap they would have had in uh sixty four two yeah
1: I mean just the way they're able to harness out of the same hardware completely different games mm-hmm. like given you know like normal like normally now consoles have are planned for like a ten year life cycle. What would they what would they be doing with an N64 in 2004?
0: Mhm. Yeah, it'd be so weird. Oh, and they could have called it Mario 128 and oh it would have God. been perfect. <laughs> and then it still only would have actually been 64 bits. Yeah, cuz yeah, keeping with the thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or some of they would have managed to 48 bits cuz yeah. we don't we don't need the other <laughs> other or the They're other like, uh, no, it's 16. Too much. too much. Too many bits.
0: So, oh, also, did you play around in the Ghost House Cage thing? Cuz I got in there. I had no idea what was going on, and I, I definitely revisited a couple times and was just like, you know what? I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm leaving and never coming back to this.
1: I don't remember. Where, which, where was that in the, was, in the castle?
0: So if you go uh, down, down. downstairs yeah. and then pop back out into the back garden. Oh, yeah, the back little courtyard. Yeah, one of the ghosts the big one. has a little inside him. Oh, yeah, item. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And then you shrink down yeah, into the, Yeah, the, and... the ghost
1: house went from... Because there were a couple of ghost houses mm-hmm. in Super Mario Land, and that's where I remember them starting. Although, yeah, no, they were... Yeah, it was... I don't remember them in the, in the games, but they were, they were more like normal levels, except you had the booze in there.
0: Yeah, each... I think in Mario World, like, six of the eight worlds had ghost Yeah, it was,
1: like, one of those things, like, worlds always have two castles, probably a ghost, and then a water level. Yeah. And this one, the, the ghost level was just one level, that you, but you could do different areas of it, because there's the main ghost castle, like the ghost house, but mm-hmm. then there was the ghost, like, funhouse thing. That place creeped me out, man. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, but it was uh, some of those things because like like the ghost houses in Super Mario Land, they kind of intentionally make you go the wrong direction to trick you. Yeah, and so they, I'm sure they did that too. And the, like you have to do a certain thing or hit a certain wall or.
0: Yeah, I need to go back and poke around it some more. It just yeah, there's it, there's it was weird me. weird stuff in there. Plus, I I definitely had the problem. Like I've. Um, for any of our listeners out there, I've started uh, live streaming my playthroughs on Twitch, and it and like I get a lot more self conscious just poking around <laughs> a level for thirty minutes when people are watching me because I'm like, oh, yeah, you they... feel like you,
1: you don't really have a purpose at that yeah, point. Yeah, they they like...
0: just think I'm garbage. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool,
1: great, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, people watch uh, speedrunners who repeatedly do the same thing over and over again. So I think it just depends on the, the type true. of stream yeah. you're doing. Because I mean, sometimes that's that's part of it. You just you want to explore and poke around slowly yeah for sure um
0: what else oh so fun little tidbit uh in 2012 the smithsonian ran an art of video games exhibit this was one of 80 games to be featured in it and ended up i guess the visitors could vote on games in different categories and this won the best adventure game not surprisingly yeah was
1: it 2002 uh 12 2012 oh Hmm. so yeah pretty pretty
0: recently actually and then, um, you know, when you're going up the last set of stairs to fight Bowser for the last time, if you don't have enough stars, it just keeps looping. Yeah. Um, the music they play for that is called a shepherd's Tone, and it's constructed in such a way to always seem like it keeps pitching higher and higher, even though it's actually just looping around. And I, I looked up a bunch of examples on YouTube today, and it's kind of magical and yeah. a little creepy. those are cool. Yeah, like it... Even even knowing what I'm listening for, it still tricks me because I'm like, oh no, it's just it's it, it getting definitely, higher. It, it definitely got a higher pitch. Yeah, but wait, it's I've been listening <laughs> for five I minutes. Damn. My ears should be bleeding. I don't right I now. don't have
1: this good of hearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even even the music is creative. Yeah. But yeah, and the, and the, the theming with the music and the uh, kept up with the rest of the worlds.
0: Oh man, let me tell you how much I enjoy just going into the the first water world, the the Jolly Rogers Bay one, and just like. Crank that sucker up. Put the controller down and go. You know, read stuff. Yeah, and just I, hang out for it. It's just it's such good music. Uh, I love it. Okay. Um. Any any other game thoughts? Otherwise, we'll get into our final segment, as always, of speedrunning.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I thought I like the the modeling they did for the again transferring two dimensional to three dimensional characters. Um, the musher or the not the mushroom. The um, I guess Toad was you know Toadie and the um, the little the things that run around. I forgot what they're called. The things you should jump on. Oh, the... Not the uh, Goombas. Yeah, the Goombas. Yeah. yeah. The Goombas were, were were neat. They had... Um, they the Shy Guys were very back.
0: satisfying to Yeah, they make like, a nice squishy feeling and yeah. sound. Oh, and riding around Koopa shells was a delight, too. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, well, now... Yeah, I I, I'm invincible, and I'm just cool.
1: skateboarding across lava. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought it was uh, interesting. You fight Bowser every time. For a st- in the other ones, you usually fight... I mean, maybe I'm just stuck with Super Mario World, but there were the the different Koopas you would fight. And this one, it was just Bowser three times.
0: Yeah, much more of a callback to original Mario. Mm -hmm.
1: But you still could do the same thing. Um, He jumps, you run into him or run under him. Uh, The timing of enemies and stuff was cool. Like if he jumps and lands and it shakes the world and then you pause for a second. They definitely used a a lot of what were familiar Mario tropes. Oh, yeah. But they weren't unexpected, And they weren't boring. It was just now he does it in three-dimensional space.
0: Well, I think that even more than any of the other Mario games so far, this game really was very good about, okay, we're going to put you in a situation where you have to use this new skill to get past it. And then, hey, surprise, you know, a level or two later, you're up against a boss that you need that skill to win. And Nintendo is just so good in general about pretty... um, I don't want to say holistically because I hate that word, but, like, uh, sneakily training you how to do things and then progressing the difficulty in a way that makes you use that training.
1: Yeah, and they do it without... Cause another, because I I think with the, of all three of these games, as they progress, they they share a lot and they tell a lot. I guess the later ones, not so much the earlier Metroid and Zelda ones, but they rely heavily on not using long... Explanation. Yeah, um, it's very whatever visual Yeah, whatever exposition, explanatory. Mm -hmm. We're gonna play play this game again where we're not gonna know the (laughs) words. Oh, I love
0: this game. We need theme music. Yeah, they do when (laughs)
1: Kurt Kurt can't remember things, (laughs) but they do a good job of not making you read a bunch of stuff and just being like, "Hey, hit these two buttons." Like little little sign here. There, it's really short. It's it's quick little blurbs, and then they just give you some freedom to play with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's jump into speedruns, which I feel out of most of the games we've gone through, this one is one of the most exciting for speedruns so far. Why, you ask? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. But why, Kenneth? (laughs) Because I, you know, while typing stuff up for this, I was remembering, I feel like I just, you know, a month or two ago read something about Mario 64 speedrun. And so I looked it up, and yes. Um, So first off... Oh, wow, my voice got real high there. (laughs) He's real excited. So first off... uh, this is, I feel, one of the few games we've had so far where the main focus of it is the full 120-star run. Like, it, there definitely is tracking for, oh, you know, glitch your way through six minutes, 43 seconds. That's cool. Yeah. But, like, the the big names for this one are the the full clears. Yeah, the,
1: the real meat of it. The, the one that people are focusing more attention on.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of it is there was a very nice round number of, it, essentially, you know, the the four-minute mile in the 30s, like, it was the 100-minute... The uh, Mario 64 like you just you can't get below that and for quite a while um, uh, a dude uh, uh, Batadora sat at an hour 40 minutes and five seconds and that was that was the pinnacle like you just weren't going to get past that <laughs> and then only a couple months ago on May 5th Chizo 5 became the first person to get all 120 stars under 100 minutes at one hour 39 minutes and 57 seconds so squeezed in three seconds under that's crazy and About a month later, um, pun- Puncation, I should have pronounced these yeah, names puncation. ahead of time, Puncation uh, knocks almost a full 10 seconds off that, which, you know, for something that's held that, like, very hard cap of 100 minutes for so long, having that 10 seconds knocked off is bonkers. And then a day after that, Cheezo 5 comes back and knocks another 20 seconds off of it. And so current, current standings right now, Chizzo 5 has world record at hour, 39 minutes, 28 seconds. Pancation at 49 seconds. And then uh, poor Batora still has his previous record of hour, 40 minutes, and 5 seconds. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just a very – it's just so cool to me that, you know, 21 years later, people are still finding new ways to shave off that much time and really breaking long-established, oh, this is the fastest it'll ever get records.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely seems like if I was running or starting like a speedrunning esports e-gaming team, I would throw someone with with Mario 64 and be like 120 stars. Show me what you, show me what you can do. Not hoping they get a world record, but just seeing if they can maintain a specific pace yeah. on something so well known.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because also, you know, a lot of the speedrunning games we've gone through like it's it's like 20 minutes it's 10 minutes it's you know maybe 35 but for doing it for over an hour and a half and just being constantly on your game for the entire time like that you you really have to be in a strong mental place for it so
1: i like it yeah it's like it's the the marathon of speed runs as opposed to some other ones which are you know sprints 15 mm-hmm. minutes 20 minutes
0: oh man although well, in the latest uh I think it was Games Done Quick summer thing where I, I watched parts of uh, people playing through Final Fantasy VII in eight hours oh, without yeah. getting up no to breaks, eat or yeah. P or anything. I'm like, you well, guys are crazy. That's how you Final, get deep vein thrombosis. Final
1: Fantasy people are nuts anyway. Yeah,
0: that's fair. <laughs> Although I'm playing through nine again on my iPad right now. I'm like, man, I love that game. It's so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, not in a bad way. They've just they they've found their niche and they yeah. just, they write it so well.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: I, think, I thought this was one of the... the Few one of the the ugh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey look, Jiffy uh cornbread muffins, those are delicious. Yeah, right. Um this is one of the uh, maybe it's because it's more recent or it's newer, but they keep track of speed runs on the N C T four original one, the virtual console, and any emulators because apparently they made little tweaks between the NCT four and the virtual console. And the emulator is I guess as usual, sort of its own in- it, offshoot. And there's actually a a legit time difference between Virtual Console emulator and the N64, which is the fastest, Hmm. of about like four or five minutes. And I think it's just like load time. It must be like load times, or maybe they updated some from some verbiage because they're this game specifically. It's it's counted from when the console starts to when you get the last big star at the end. Oh, weird. Okay. And so it's weird that there's that four minute gap, just kind of arbitrarily.
0: And that, but so the Nintendo 64 is the quickest one. Yeah. That's real weird. You'd think, um, like, harnessing the power, of the quote power, <laughs> power, of the Wii would would get stuff loading quicker.
1: Yeah, I, I think they just like remix things and move stuff. I know the 3DS version they mentioned they moved oh, a couple of the stuff. Um, I, I assume so they weren't playing the same exact game on yeah. the mobile console.
0: Well, that didn't, You you start out playing as Yoshi, and then you can also play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, maybe Toad. Who cares? And I poor think I did another thirty stars in there. So like okay. that, that one's a pretty.
1: That's almost pretty a, decent game. That's almost uh, Super Different Mario 64 game, not, 2. Yeah, maybe it's Super Mario 96.
0: Oh, also shout out to uh, Yoshi sitting up on top of the castle for most of the game. <laughs> just hanging out, just like
1: he's like, poor.
0: Look at that idiot. <laughs> poor little Sky Dino mascot. Real <laughs> he's like, sad, he's like
1: oh, oh, you want to jump? You want to jump? Oh, I, I'm, I'm I'm busy. I'm I got things to do. I, not, this tower's not going to sit on itself. Yeah. Self.
0: Also, I think. Um, First, Mario game we've played where Luigi doesn't show up at oh, all on it. Yeah, it's just like,
1: Mario, Peach, and Toad. Yeah. And Bowser. but you know, And, and yeah, I guess Yoshi on his high horse. Yeah.
0: Poor. poor but he, he, he's,
1: he's just tired from taking care of Mario as a baby. That's fair.
0: I do like that when you go and talk to Yoshi, he even references, oh, it's been so long since our last adventure. Like, oh, yeah. continuity. Cute, cute little
1: Mario and, uh, continuity thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Any, any final Mario 64 thoughts?
1: Uh, because it's the last one I played, it is my favorite Mario game. <laughs> Don't tell Super Mario World.
0: <laughs> okay, I should write these down and see see how many favorite Marios you have.
1: <laughs> Rude.
0: Yeah, you know. So we will be back next month for a retrofective first of splitting a game in half because, my God, Ocarina of Time is a long game, and we can't shave off nearly as much time as we normally could on it. So we're going to be playing the first half of that, and uh, if you want to check it out, I'll be live-streaming a lot of it also, and we will see you next time. Oh, also, go ahead, uh, hit us up on iTunes. Give us some sweet five stars. We we feed on those. It's real weird. Or, you know, just follow us on Facebook at Retrofecta, or just shoot us emails.
1: Much like Yoshi from Super Mario World, we eat the stars to grow bigger.
0: It's true, yeah. It's real weird. We have very long tongues. Kind of concerning.
1: Okay, that got away from you. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway, um, we will see you next month, and keep on gaming. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and
1: content, visit NLTLG.com. De- outro music
0: <laughs> that's not outro music <laughs>